Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. So which has the biggest long-term potential for you, you think? Econ balance. I think outdoor school will, will stick around and, and we're, we're constantly adding people to it. But I think econ balance has the potential to, to be a seven, eight-figure business if we execute properly. And uh, how does that actually, actually work uh, with uh, an entrepreneur, what size company? How does that actually work that, where, that you do the billing and, and everything? Yes, that's, we do. That's kind of a key point. You know, that's a lot of trust for people to have it in, in an outsourced way. Yeah. So we do the bookkeeping. Um, so, I mean, we charge clients on the first, they get their books by the 15th. We can help with any kind of catch up or cleanup work. Um, we custom price every client. You can go on the site, create an account, um, go through our pricing process, and we get you a quote within a day. And um, yeah, I mean, it's all about taking bookkeeping off your plate. As an entrepreneur, you should never be doing your own bookkeeping. It's not a good use of your time. Usually it has to get uh, redone anyway. Um, but you do need to review your financial reports every month. You should have a finance meeting on your calendar. If you go to econbalance.com slash agenda, you can get um, our finance meeting that we've gone through every month for the past six years. And that's how you make good decisions. The, the reason we're able to scale free up is making good decisions every month based on what the numbers are telling us. And the reason we're able to sell free up is because we had four years worth of clean books um, that passed due diligence and had accurate numbers. And we knew our numbers very well. So it's all about helping people make good decisions based on the numbers each month. And, and that can also lead to less stress during taxes, funding, investments, or also selling your business. Well, I've said for a long time, it's like there's one thing, the, the one thing an entrepreneur despises more than anything, and that is doing the books. But if you, you the choice you got to come to is either you've got to do the books or you got to work up, work for somebody who will. You know, you got to keep up with things, or you're going to have to go to work for somebody who'll keep up with things. And you seem like you have come up with a solution that kind of plugs the gap there where an entrepreneur can run things, keep an eye on it, but not get bogged down into the minutiae. Would you say that's a, a, a good, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a two uh it's a two unsexy parts of businesses or three, the uh, the hiring, the building processes and the bookkeeping. Most yeah. of that stuff that people don't like doing, but it's the core of any business and if you want to succeed, you have to be doing all three really well. Now, when you go in with uh how did you launch your course? How do you launch a course? Yeah, yeah a good question. We got courses. The key is to sell it before you build it. So we we created a waiting list. We marketed it. We sold people at a discount. And only if we got sales would we then spend the time to actually make the course. So um, that's how we went about it. And so you marketed it online or through your email list or your website. Uh, where did you take ads out on YouTube or yeah, Facebook. social media ads. Um, we did a lot of content. We have a lot of partners in the space and affiliates that we asked them to promote it, relationships that we had built over time, um, yeah. email blasts, stuff like that. So it's kind of all channels. Did you find that your advertising budget uh, got up to a, a sizable amount before 
the sales started to kick in or was it all kind of an organic thing uh, right from the beginning? Yeah, I mean, everything's trial and error and tweaks and you kind of make adjustments over time. To be honest, we're more on the organic side than paid. We just have a very good organic marketing strategy. Um, so it's a combination of everything. And when you launch a new business, you never really know what's going to work, but what's not. And whatever does work, you double down on. And whatever does work, whatever doesn't work, um, you kind of tweak and, and try something else. So that, that's kind of how we approach it. Well, when we... Uh... When we're moving forward, we're focusing on the positives and uh, we're dealing with the negatives and it's easy to bury those things. But some of those negative uh, experiences are the most formative, you know, and, uh, you know, like uh, there's there's a coach, uh, one of the football, Woody Hayes, coach at Ohio State. said there's there's nothing, nothing that. Causes you to uh, your focus to return, like getting your uh, jaw uh, knocked off, you know, getting your head knocked off, go out there and just get beat by 20 or 30 points. All of a sudden, the team is really focused. And I really think, I'll tell you this, I really think the reason uh, this past weekend Georgia beat this stuffing out of LSU is the fact that Georgia Tech was my team. And we have a reunion on Saturday after Thanksgiving and Georgia Tech and Georgia always play. And so I mean, this is in South Georgia. So everybody's a Georgia fan except for me. But when Georgia Tech came at the end of the game and scored that last touchdown, I, I, told, I looked around and I said, LSU is really in trouble next week <laughs> because that gave Kirby Smart, the coach, a reason to jump down their throat because, you know, letting Georgia Tech off the hook and score a, a face-saving touchdown there towards the end of the game, that was just totally unnecessary from Georgia's standpoint. But it was great for him because it allowed the team not to stay arrogant all week going into the uh, uh, game with LSU. And so a lot of the times we go through things, uh, Nathan, and I, I would – People would look at you and say, you know, he's just gone through, he's had his little uh, dings and everything, but never really had a meteor fall out of the sky and hit him on the head and traumatizing with, with any, you know, somebody from the outside or something, you know, he did, or, uh, you know, he just is really on top of his game. Is that always the case? I mean, have you uh, been able to dance your way through, or have you had some major traumatic things? Because People have the idea that successful people really never had anything tough to deal with. No, I mean, I've had plenty of uh, of tough things and you kind of learn perseverance by, by going through it. I, I had a situation where I went on vacation and on vacation, my, my identity got stolen. Someone filed a tax return in my name. Um, my em biggest employee quit on me and my biggest manufacturer dropped me all on the same day of my vacation. So I've had plenty of ups. I've had Amazon accounts suspended. I've had businesses that I've sold and really high ups and downs. So um, entrepreneurship is a lot of ups and a lot of downs. And as you get do it more and more, you kind of stay numb to the whole thing. Um, I mean, you realize when things are going bad that it's just a problem you got to solve. And and when things are going good, you, you can't stay on top of the world too long. And you got to protect yourself and think of all the things that could go the opposite way. So um, the, the, you no one just has straight success. I was fortunate enough to have some early success with the Amazon business and free up in terms of overall just sales and, and profit and, and that. But there are a lot of bumps along the way that you kind of learn how to problem solve.
what what is it for uh uh how do you how do you uh your identity is so, is stolen and you're on vacation uh how do you do how do you get back home with your with whatever cash you have or start picking up yeah i mean or... you soak for a little bit you feel bad for yourself for a little bit and then you problem solve and you learn hey how do i protect myself on future tax returns you learn hey how do i diversify my hiring so that if next time someone quits it's not that big of a deal and how do i diversify my, my the suppliers i work with so again if someone drops me it's not that big of a deal so it's hey how do i learn what what, what resources do i have how do i get this back on track and what do I do to prevent these issues from ever happening again? How long does it take you to get your identity restored after you know it's been stolen like that? Yeah, so that so they stole forty thousand dollars from the government under my name, which hadn't didn't really affect me to be honest. It was a lot of paperwork and and, and all of that, but they didn't really take any of my money. And now I have a pin number every every year that um, whenever I file my taxes, I have to submit that pin number so they know it's me. And overall, it took a few months. Big picture, it didn't really like affect me in, in any way. I had to pay my accountant a little bit more to just deal with a lot of it, but um, it ended up being not as bad as it potentially could have been. Yeah. And uh, like even in the beginning, you know, we, we tend to gloss over these things or exaggerate them, but in the beginning, as a rookie starting out, you said, I've had hundreds of no's. How would kind thousands, of yeah. <laughs> thousands? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And how, what's your experience of going through, uh, what have you learned from doing the hundreds of podcasts that you've done? Have you done that primarily for marketing purposes? Yeah, podcasts, it's good for relationship building. It's good for SEO. It's good for evergreen content. It's a good way to get in front of thousands of your your your, your audience at once. You build different partnerships. Um, there's lots of good things there. And um yeah, I mean, rejection is kind of just part of it, and and you you kind of you know you don't a lot of times in life you don't get things unless you try, and and sometimes it takes follow up and persistence and creativity to to get what you need. Well, it's it's funny from doing these uh, these interviews, you see people that they're the Forbes top ten, this that, and the other, the you know the Inc. magazine top uh, fastest growing. Uh, 2022 and this and this. How did you get that? Well, well, we applied. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Like, you don't get it. You don't get it if you don't try. Yeah. It's like, well, we checked to see how would you apply? We thought that could be look good on the re- on the website. We applied and then, you know, uh we got it. You know, so the thing is that you do have to be proactive and reach out and move forward and, and try different things. What are some different things that you've done that uh you know creates an excitement for you right now that you're able to do that that's it's keeping you buzzing yeah i mean being foster parents is kind of cool i mean you take you take uh, a lot of stuff for granted growing up having loving and supporting parents food on the table a house to live in a school to go to and i mean that that's those are bare minimums to a lot of people but you you meet teenagers that didn't have that experience for whatever reason and be able to help them and teach them problem solving and life skills and things that 
that you kind of had the privilege to to learn. So for me, that's kind of cool. I'm kind of at the, the point of my life where I don't work on anything business-wise unless it excites me. So I'm really excited about Outsource School and Econ Balance and it's fun and, and we're helping people. Um, but yeah, I mean, life's just great. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, work with people I want to. Um, my family all lives in Colorado now, just enjoying the Colorado lifestyle. And um, I apologize, I have to hop off here in a few minutes, but um, sure. yeah, I mean, it, 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 hard work kind of paid off and I'm trying to pay it forward however I can. Yeah. No, no. Uh, uh, just curious. How would you tell people, how did you get going on the foster parent thing? And that, in other words, that's something you would recommend is what uh, you're, you're saying that's a pause, been a positive experience for you. Yeah. I mean, it, nothing's easy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, t- you get certified every state has their own certification, but if you have the financial means and, and a place that you can, a room that you can give, um, a kid that needs it, it, it there's, it's a very rewarding experience. Yeah. And how long, how long have you done that? Um, I'm approaching a year now. So not, not that long. It's a, when it's you a make a commitment, when you make a commitment to be a foster parent, can that be one or more kids uh is it is it for a year or two is for a period of time or what 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 are the uh commitments you're making there yeah i mean it it, everything's different like you can have kids that stay with you for years you can have kids who just need a weekend to go before their relatives come into town or it could be Uh, a month-long stint so it's kind of all over the place you can start you can stop um like all the agency that we work with is pretty supportive and um yeah it's just a cool opportunity Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Nathan. It's been great. And uh, I wish you the best. And uh, I'm going to be sending our people over to uh, check out your website because absolutely it is a game. Both of those things are game changers. Thanks so much. Any last word you'd like to uh, pass on uh, when you, I always like to leave when I remember, let, uh, people leave the last word or ask the last question themselves or the last comment. Yeah. I mean, feel free to to connect with me on social media, Nathan Hirsch on any social media channel. I love networking with other entrepreneurs and check out outdoor school and econ balance. And um, thanks so much for having me on Larry. Thank you. And uh, enjoy that Colorado weather. Appreciate it. See See you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whitealamwinning.com. Thanks for listening.